Hi everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Amy, welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about being uncomfortable. So I got the inspiration for this podcast from a show that I'm watching, and I'm so obsessed with it. I love it. It's it's only six episodes, and I started watching it because the main character, the main person is, you know, he's easy on the eyes. It's Chris Hemingsworth. It's, the show is Limitless, and it's on Disney's Disney Plus. And honestly, I saw, I forget where I saw the, uh, the preview, but I saw the preview and I just, uh, I loved the, uh, the show on Netflix with Zac Ethron that I'm totally blanking on the name of that. But I, I like the concept behind that. Like they go and they do all these different things and they experience all this like different health things. And I just, I just loved it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna start watching it. So I'm only two episodes in and I gotta be honest, I'm like not binging. I'm purposely not binging the show because I love it so much that I don't want it to be over. <laughs> and if I sit there and watch all six episodes, it's done and I got I can't watch it anymore. Right? <laughs> right? So like I and I and I am like so into the show that I dedicate like I sit and watch it. So typically when I'm watching a show or or something, I'm washing dishes, or I'm on the treadmill or I'm putting away laundry or something. Like I'm not just like sitting there. And this show, I love it. I just like I'm just sitting there and like watching it like because it's so good I, I just love uh Chris's humor I have also been following him on Instagram for a while and he's extremely funny so like as like his actual personality I know we all know him as Thor but his actual personality is like really funny and I love his wife like I love their relationship it's just so so cute and their kids and everything so when I saw that he was doing the show I was like oh that's cool like he's funny and I love the concept behind what he's doing. Like he's he, he's working with these, like for each task that he has. So each show is like a, each episode I should say, is a different task that he's trying to complete. And to help him complete that task, he's meeting with experts in whatever that that task, whatever that, that thing uh, includes, right? So for the first episode, he was walking across this like crane uh, and he had to learn to like regulate his heart. He had to like learn to meditate so he doesn't like freak out out there because uh, it's obviously like super high and like, you know, scared of heights and all this stuff. And then the second episode, he is uh, doing a swim in like Arctic water. I forget how many yards it was, but it was a lot. <laughs> okay. So for that one, he had to do the same thing. He had to learn to regulate his heart rate in a different way, in a different way, because you know, if you've ever t- done um, like taken a cold shower or done like a cold plunge or something like that, you know, like your heart, like your body just like seizes up. So you had to learn to deal with that. And then of course he's swimming. So he had to uh, learn for his muscles to get used to that cold and not freak out. Like, you know, so it's, it was a lot, right? And and through all this, he's he's infusing humor and he's being like real and and raw and honest and like what he's feeling. And in one particular part in the second episode, because I'm literally only watched two episodes, because like I said, I'm I'm really like I don't want to binge this because then it's over. So and I still haven't watched the second season of the Zac Efron show, which like I said, I cannot remember what the hell is called. Um. So I have that to look forward to because I just love the concept of what they're, they're very similar in what they're doing. Um, anyway, so he's, for one of the exercises, his brothers are there with him and a couple of friends and uh, the trainer has him 
go and like all his friends they run into the to the ocean and it's like they're in i forget i, I forget where they are there's somewhere obviously where it's cold like the ocean is freaking icy cold right so they all run in and they're just like horsing around in the in the ocean and then they run out and they play soccer in this cold cold weather like and not like bundled up so like they have clothes on but they're like my gosh like to play soccer like that the whole point of the exercise was again to get his muscles like lubricated and ready for the cold and just get acclimated to it right so after they do this him and his brothers are sitting in a hot tub and his brothers are asking him like well through all the training is it getting easier like how's it going right and chris hemsworth says this i don't know if any is any less uncomfortable or i'm more familiar with being uncomfortable I'm going to say that again. I don't know if it's any less uncomfortable or I'm more familiar with being uncomfortable. And I I literally, when he said that, I like paused it. And I was like, oh my God, that was like the best quote ever. <laughs> and I, I rewound the thing and I like made sure I like wrote it down. Like, And I was like, that is so freaking true. Like, I just, it blew my mind. Like in, the, you know, you get blown, like you see something that's so simple or you read something, you hear something that's so simple, but then it's like, oh my God. So obviously I decided to make a podcast on it. So why that that hit me in such a like profound way is because it's one of the biggest things I think uh, will help people move forward if they can wrap their brain around it. it. We don't know. Sometimes it does become less uncomfortable, but many times, and I would actually guess most times it doesn't become less uncomfortable we just become familiar with it do you know what i mean and and what's hilarious is that i watched that yesterday right uh the by the time i'm uh by the time you hear this podcast it's about a week and a half before i actually before after i shoot it so i watched it uh while i'm shooting it yesterday and today the day that i'm shooting the podcast i uh, i work out a lot (laughs) especially now so i'm working out and i was talking to my trainer and we had i had been doing bike sprints like air uh, the assault bike uh, I had been doing those for a while, right? But then when we started transitioning into uh, what, because I called my first phase <laughs> of my workout, I called it Operation Lose the Pudge, just to lose a little extra, extra cushion I had on. And now we're in Operation Bikini Contest. And so while we, when we transitioned that, I stopped doing the sprints. And it's only been like two weeks since we've done the two or three weeks. So I've only, and I stopped doing the sprints and I started doing steady state cardio to do longer, right? Because I need to do longer amounts of cardio or more sprints. And um, I don't know if we, did we decide more sprints? No, we decided I just needed to do longer, longer periods of, of cardio, right? So, because I can't do more sprints because it'll start eating away at muscle and I have to make sure I'm maintaining muscle, right? So... Uh, I had, I used to hate the air bike. Like when I tell you I had like, oh my, I can't even, it's hard to explain how much I used to hate this damn bike. I first used it at CrossFit and it was just, it's, I don't know if you guys have ever used an assault bike. It is, it's horrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I just hate it so much. I hated it so much. And so um, I I was doing sprints on the treadmill, but I realized with my back in Operation Pudge, my knees were hurting, my back was hurting, my hip. I have a lot of like injuries. So I was like, okay, sprinting on the treadmill is clearly not where I want to go. And then I had a little bit of like, thankfully I haven't had it since. So knock on wood, it, we thought I had plantar fasciitis for a little bit. It hasn't come back. So I'm thinking maybe I just injured or sprained something in my foot. Because I'm, I'm saying that because plantar fasciitis sucks. And I don't want that. <laughs> so um, when that happened, we were like, okay, we, you know, we can't do this anymore. You definitely can't do the treadmill anymore, like sprinting on the treadmill. Let's do air bike. Let's just stick to that. Because I had been alternating just depending on what where my body was. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. So I've been doing the air bike. And I just, I literally do 10 to maybe 15 seconds. I would say more on the 10 side. I just do 10 at uh, 85 RPMs, which makes me feel like I'm going to die. And then I just take a break. I take like a minute, a minute and a half. And then I, ju- I was just, just doing three or four of those. Like it takes me like five minutes, five, six minutes, whatever. And so when we switched, I realized I was like, I was still doing the air bike, but I was only doing 15. I was doing 15 minutes, but around like 40 RPM. Um, so literally half of what I was doing for the sprints. And I was like, oh, I kind of miss it. And then I'm I'm doing steady. I started doing steady state cardio with my on the bike on the treadmill with the weighted vest, and I was like, oh my god, I miss, I miss the sprints. <laughs> I miss the air bike assault, like the assault bike sprints. And I told you that whole story to tell you that they still suck. <laughs> okay, I still like have to take a second to compose my my soul when I get off that bike, but. I just became more familiar with that feeling. You know what I mean? I just became like, I recognized that feeling like that for that five, six minutes that I that put myself through that has helped me in so many ways. One, my cardio is like my cardiovascular like output. It's just like I can do so much more and I noticed it. Because I was sprinting on that thing. And I was like, oh, that that was awesome. I also noticed, I mentioned I have knee issues. Being on the bike was one of the, um, was the recumbent bike uh, that I used to do for physical therapy when I had, uh, when I had knee surgery. But uh, b- bikes in general tend to help people's knees. And I was like, my knees, like, I remember when I first started training, I would have to wake, tell my trainer in the morning, I'd be like, my knees are hurting today. We got to modify. We got to do this, blah, blah, blah. And he would ask me every time. And then I realized when I was talking to him today about adding the sprints back in, I was like, do you realize I haven't told you about my knees ha- or were hurting for a while? Like, he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's been a while. Because he still asked me, like, hey, what's, how's it feeling? Because he knows I have, like, a thousand different things that could, <laughs> could be, you know, out of whack in that moment. And I was like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it correlates with the bike. You know, like, I'm sure there's other factors. Obviously, I'm getting stronger everywhere. But I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, huh. <laughs> so so it's funny when you become more, when you, it doesn't make it easier, right? And I, I talk to people about, like, their, their fitness and their, when their workouts. And they're like, well, I feel like I'm still out of breath. And I'm like, yeah, because it's hard. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it's, I don't know that you're ever going to get to a point where you're not out of breath because when you, you do 
feel that part, feel that way, you're going to push harder. And it's so subtle that you don't even notice that you are pushing harder. You just are because you're more familiar and your your body's more comfortable with the uncomfortableness, you know? And once you make that switch on like, this may never feel easy. This may never feel simple. I just will be stronger and obviously, I'm I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about stronger emotionally, stronger mentally, stronger like on all levels, right? I'm just stronger on all those levels that I'm able to deal with this thing that's still hard, <laughs> that's still challenging, that's still like pushing me to my limit. But now I just know how to deal with it better. And that's why that quote was just so like, amazing you know one of the things I've been really talking to uh, as I'm uh, still filling in for my uh, nutrition coach that's on maternity leave I one of the things I keep trying to get into the mindset of all the people that I'm coaching is it's it's almost easier to wrap our heads around failing in um in exercise or like it being hard in exercise, right? Because they all obviously exercise at the gym, right? They're used to that. They're used to like, oh, when you're when you're doing burpees, you're gonna be out of breath and it's gonna suck. And and when you're learning a new exercise, you know, because sometimes we have like off the wall things and you're like, oh, I'm struggling with that a little bit. But then the next week you're like, oh, it got a little easier and whatever. Like we all can wrap our brain around that a lot easier. And obviously there's somebody there with you that's telling you, hey, you got this, you got this, you got this, like right in the moment. But for our food, when we're dieting, and I don't just mean, I mean diet as something you ingest, not like, people always use that word, like, I feel like the word diet has gotten a negative connotation, negative connotation, it literally just means what you're eating, right? (laughs) So when I say diet, that's what I mean. You can, I don't want you to hear that and be like, Amy, I'm not dieting. If you're eating food, that's your diet. so, So what I'm saying, when people are eating food, and when we're slowly but surely working to improve that what they're eating so that it's getting them closer to their goals they almost feel like they they're not comfortable with being uncomfortable ab- about those changes you know like if you are somebody that's having sugar all the time and you're you want to cut that out or when we're talking about it I'm showing you the the you know cuz I, it's always like an open dialogue, like, hey, like this is what I recommend. <laughs> this is what I think is going to help you. The most, at the end of the day, it's still the person's decision, right? So um, if I'm like, hey, like let's start cutting back on the sugar, it's going to be a little uncomfortable because your body's gotten used to that, right? But if you know, like, it, I just, you just get stronger and stronger and stronger in that regard, it's, you don't even know, like, did this become less uncomfortable? Or did I just get better? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just I just become more familiar. Like, and, and it could go both ways. And the, 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 the really important part to get from this, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it gets, it gets easier or you just get better. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It just, so it, it just can go and it could be, it can be interchangeable, right? There are some days that I'm sure it's less uncomfortable for you to stay away from sugar, going back to that example, because you're home all day, you don't have it in your house, and it's it's just not, you have your food all out, and it's just, it's, that day is going to be, it's less, like, it's, it's easier, right? But then, on a day that you go to a birthday party, and go out to a restaurant, and you, because you've created this, this habit, and 
you are more familiar with challenging yourself to reduce your sugar, you are just more familiar with it, more familiar with that feeling, and you stay away from it, you know? So it doesn't have to be like, this is, this is what happens or that will happen. Sometimes it goes back and forth, right? And think, going back like to, to uh, another example is in business or your career. I'll stick to business because that's just what I, I know a little bit better. <laughs> so like I've had a, 11 years in business. I've had a lot of hard conversations. I've had, to have, I've had to have hard conversations with clients. I've had to have hard conversations with employees. And let me tell you, it still gives me bubble guts. <laughs> Those still are hard. Like I'm still like... You know, like when I have to tell a client something that is like, okay, I have to tell this person this, right? Because of whatever. And I don't want to give anybody's business, but I just have to say this thing. And even though I may have done that, that say, I may have had that conversation, you know, countless times in 11 years, it, the first time I had it, that was like crazy, like hard, you know? And then the second time I'm like, okay. Uh, when I said this, that they kind of heard it better and they, they took it in and blah, blah, blah. And then I just, so it just became a little bit better, a little bit better. And it become, it became like, um, the norm to have those hard conversations, but it's still a hard conversation. I'm not like, Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to have this hard conversation. I just, Oh, let's do it. No, I'm like, God damn it. But, but I still do it, you know? And of course it's, it's fine tuned over these years because you just kind of learn with, especially with like the, all the coaching and all the stuff that I've done. I'm like, okay. And it just becomes, you just become a little better at it. Right. Um, same thing with like employees and business builders. Like there's some, and business builders and doTERRA is what I mean. And sometimes it just, it's hard, you, but it's, it, it just becomes part of who you are, you know? So when you're watching somebody and you're like, uh, how do they do that? It's because they just put in the reps. That's all it takes. All it takes. Same thing with relationships. And you can see what I'm doing here. I'm going through all the different areas of your life. We talked about exercise. We talked about how that applies to your your food intake. How that applies to your business. And that what I said can apply to career too. And relationships. You know, my husband and I have had arguments. But what's hilarious is like we were talking about this the other day. Like we haven't had like a really big argument. And I can't even remember when like because we've just become better at having that hard conversation like if, if one of us is pissing off the other or hurting the other or whatever we just uh and I mean like not obviously physically hurting you know what I mean you know what I mean. you know you get your feelings hurt you know um it just becomes easier to just say it right away we've learned like yeah that that's actually hard to be like dude but it just becomes you just become familiar with it and i'm going to keep saying that over and over again because that familiarity familiarity <laughs> i can say the damn word is what helps us grow you know it's what helps us be, go to that next level it's it's when you see somebody that you're like how the heck does that person know how to do that i'm struggle busting over here and, and it's like they make it look so easy i guarantee freaking you if you ask most people when they're doing something, if it was easy, they're going to be like, no, it was, it was actually, I was, I was, it was hard. I was struggling. Like that's, it's, it's one of the things that I really talk about and I, I want to share even more and I keep freaking forgetting, but I'm going to show my, my like clips from my workout because 
and you know, I'm getting comments and I'm getting like, people are DMing me and asking me like, Oh, like, how do you do it? Blah, blah. And it's like, just know it's hard. Like it, you're going to see my face and you're going to see these things when I actually get them, <laughs> get them out. When I remember to do, put the tripods up just because I'm so focused on <laughs> trying to lift all these things that are very heavy. And it's, it's not, I'm getting stronger, but it's not like I am not like, Oh, that was, that was easy. Like the Spanish squats. Okay, let's talk about Spanish squats. If you guys don't know what Spanish squats are, I want you to visualize them for a second, okay? So you take, you know, like the big long bands. Take a green one of those. If you're one of our clients, you know, those are the really thick ones. You wrap it around a rig or some kind of very, very stable pole, okay? And you wrap it around so that you can step into it, you know? And when you step into it, you want to have the the band on the back of your, like right below your knees. Like, so when you bend, it's on like on your calf right before your knee bends. And then, okay, so you got that and you have to step out enough so that there's tension on the band the whole time. Okay. And then you're flaring your knees out so that they're like right in line with their hips. Like they're not caving in and they're like resisting the band. And then somebody, my trainer, <laughs> or whoever you're working out with or if you're going by yourself, hands you a very heavy dumbbell and you hold it goblet style. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically you turn the dumbbell so it's a long ways and you hold one end of it like a goblet, like a, like a glass, you know, and you hold it like that. So that engages your core, it helps your arms, all these things. Okay. Now, the Spanish squat is doing all that and then going as low, like parallel, and then pushing up, push against your heels and standing up. Like, I know, like, as I'm saying that, I'm like, it doesn't sound that bad. It is the worst thing on this fucking planet. <laughs> I hate those things. I hate them so much. Uh, maybe, maybe even more than I used to hate the assault bike. Okay? Because the assault bike, at least, at least I can get that 10 seconds and it's done. Uh, we're re- to really build muscle, you have to really work with tempo. So I do two seconds down, hold for a second, and then two seconds up. Two seconds doesn't sound like a, a long time until you're doing it in an exercise, then it's freaking eternity, okay? I do not like these. And part of the thing of Operation Bikini Contest is doing the same, like every week I'm doing the same exercises, which I'm fine with, that's what that's what I signed up for. So I've been doing these for three weeks, right? And every time they like kill me. Like, li- I like, I'm like, oh my God, that like snatched my soul. It was so hard. <laughs> so whole point of me telling you my hatred of Spanish squats is I, it, they, I don't, I can't and see a place, I can't envision when these will ever get easier because unlike the assault bike, when like I got like cardiovascularly, I got used to the 10 seconds at that RPM. I'm, it's going to get to the point where the Spanish squats are easier in terms of the weight. And guess what? He's going to give me a heavier weight. Like we've been going heavier every freaking time. So it's they're always going to be uncomfortable. They hurt your quads. They hurt your hamstrings. They hurt your glutes. It's just everything. It hurt my eyelashes. They hurt my eyelashes. Okay. And <laughs> so when, when you're, when in months from now, people are like, oh, that's like, you did that. Just know it is a struggle. And it's not because... I got used to these, or it's not because I, um, it became easy for me. It's just that I am getting used to being so uncomfortable. 
<laughs> it is so uncomfortable. It hurts and it's painful. But I also know on the other side of that, when I'm done with, because my workouts are now an hour, when I am done with that, I feel so accomplished. Like, I can't even tell you how accomplished I feel. It, I just feel so freaking good. Like, it's amazing. And on top of just knowing that I finished a really hard workout, but like, my injuries are becoming a thing of the past. Like, it is crazy to me. Uh, like, I could see muscle definition that I haven't seen in a very long time. So it's, I just feel really good, okay? And that's what happens when we, we, push ourselves in that uncomfortableness, right? Like that's why the saying is get out of your comfort zone, right? Be uncomfortable and know that it doesn't matter if you are, like that's what Chris was, Chris Hemsworth was trying to say. Like he doesn't know which one it is. He doesn't know if it, if it became easier or if he just got used to the hardness. He, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter. When you were doing something, it, who gives a shit? As long as you're, as you're pushing yourself to do that thing in a way that makes you feel good, right? It's a, it's a, it's all about like what can you do to get one percent better, that is gonna get you where you want to go, right? Um, and just a disclaimer, because I had this conversation with somebody today. Uh, it was a nutrition client, and he, uh, the person was under the a little under the weather, like they had been dealing with a lot of stuff. And they, he was like, well, I got to, I got to do my cardio. I got to do this. And I was like, there's a, there's a point of pushing yourself, um, because you can, like you can't, like you, your body can do it. Your mindset can do it and all that stuff. And when you should take a step back and say, okay, I need, I need to rest. Okay. So I'm never saying to, to do it to the point where you stress yourself out so much, like business wise, right? Let's say that you're just like working yourself to the bone that you just stress yourself out, that it just wreaks havoc on your body. I'm not saying that you diet to the point that you are just getting to a, a place that's not healthy. You know, I'm not saying to exercise when you are, uh, when you're like, you should be in bed, right? I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm saying pushing yourself when you know you can go a little bit more, you know, like the, like the, with the, with the sprints, like I, I, it took me a little bit to like, I would do like five seconds and I know five seconds is not a long time, but if you have ever done 85 RPM for five seconds on the air bike, you feel me right now. That shit is hard. <laughs> so I was, it's, and then I, I would be like, ugh, but like, I wasn't hurting anywhere. Like it wasn't because my back hurt or my knees hurt or something hurt. I just, I let, I, I could have pushed more. My body could have pushed more, but I, my, the mental toughness wasn't there yet. And then I just kept doing it and kept doing it. And I was like, oh, okay, I got this. Right. So just know, recognize the difference of that. That's what my disclaimer is like, it's not about pushing yourself to, to, so that you hurt yourself emotionally, physically, whatever. It's, it's the other end of the spectrum. Like, yeah, you can do this. It feels, it may feel like, oh my God, bleh. like, <laughs> it's like, it may feel like that, but it's, it's just a matter of doing it over and over and over and getting those reps in. So I'll read the quote one last time. I hope you guys 
enjoy this quote uh, as much as I do. I know I'm going to be telling myself this quote over and over and over again because I just love it so goddamn much. And uh, I don't know. I, might, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm going to do I'm going to do something with this quote because that's how much it, it resonated with me. And I hope it resonated with you just as much. So the quote is, I don't know if it's any less uncomfortable or if I'm more familiar with being uncomfortable. So I hope you guys uh, got a lot out of this podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts on what you're becoming either more familiar with or just it's becoming less uncomfortable. Uh, Send me a DM, send me an email, let me know. I would love, love, love to hear uh, what you guys are, uh, what you guys think of that. And if you are enjoying this podcast, I would greatly appreciate if you can leave a review that helps more people become happier and healthier because they're finding us. Okay. All right, I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.